The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. That's that voice. That means we are ready to go. We are a couple of days behind schedule, but we had Labor Day. And Tuesday, you know, the hardest working man in our team, Jacob Padilla, was busy covering pressers. I mean, you do do that college beat too, right? Volleyball. With uh, Creighton match on Wednesday, and then Tyler Hildebrand in Long Beach State coming back on Saturday after tough. it's going to be taking down Texas early in the year. It's going to be a tough weekend. So does it, is it not pay to be highly ranked in volleyball this year, or <laughs> what? Because we've seen some upsets. Yeah, it's uh, been a wild, uh, wild start to the season, and, and now I think uh, Nebraska was wise with how they laid out their non-conference schedule, where you kind of ease into the season, and now is when they hit their big matches after they were able to figure some things out, get some matches under the belt. Now they start taking on the, their tough opponents with Creighton, you got Stanford, you got Kentucky, um, all, all that coming up here to run up the non-conference. Is, is that fairly big time? Yeah, uh, I, I think it'll be a nice way to ease into that, uh, the Big Ten schedule there, which will be tough once again. Yeah, shout out to the Jays and uh, Destiny and Adam Simpson, yeah. who was off to a very impressive start. See, what people didn't know about her is she played last her last year at Westside. She wasn't all the way healthy. She kind of huh. labored through this season. You're starting to see her at, at physically. She's going to start oh, to peak. There, there's no doubt. Like I watched her play last two, three years of her high school career when she started at Bellevue West, and um, just undeniable the athleticism, the the powerful arm swing. Yep. It was just a matter of how much polishing she could do. Um, got a little wild at times, but if you can kind of dial in that talent, there's it's not hard at all to see why. Creighton uh, was able, uh, made the push to, to flip her from Hawaii. Yeah, that was a heck of a get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Because <laughs> she committed to Hawaii uh, pretty early, early on. Early, early. And then yeah. Creighton came in late, and uh, I think she'll be a great fit for that program. So good to see her kind of cra- – I'm excited to see don't quite know who's going to be out there for the Jays because they've been doing a lot of uh, rotation uh, I changing. feel a little similar yeah. to Nebraska, yeah. right? Kind of feeling their way along. Yeah, it seems like Nebraska settled into kind of the, the last three matches they've rolled with the same starters. seems like he's kind of uh, set in on th- this as a group that he's going to roll with, and it's just a matter of can those players perform well enough to keep those jobs. Playing the hot hand. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, um, listen, we started right with preps, the rankings – a huge shakeup <laughs> this week with it in Class A. Now it held firm uh, one through eight in Class B. I don't think there were any changes, but in Class A, oh my goodness, put them in a tumbler, jumbler, and shake them all up. Only three 
undefeated teams left in Class A. That's crazy. Three, or is two. it four? Uh, we so got we there's got four, four in the top Papio, yeah. yeah. Papio, Gretna, is, North, South, and West Side. But isn't still. that something? Yeah. Um, and that, that's kind of what it looks like. It's West Side is very clearly up here, and then anybody's guess. Because like even like North South is number two right now, very deserving of that. But I was there uh, at that Elkhorn South game, and um, that wasn't a typical thirty-three to nothing. Uh, so shutout. that's what Ravi said. Yeah, I we, I talked to him on Tuesday. Well, actually, I called him Friday night early. Yeah, right. It's like well, you can tell we work together now because he gets all <laughs> the he gets the first phone calls. I'm like, hey, I, you got to walk me through the score. I heard Runner got hurt. Like, yeah. talk to me, and he goes, ah, it's kind of fluky. Yeah, but he didn't want to take anything away from Millard South. But yeah. now watching it. Although both teams are kind of who I thought they were. Millard South, very good up front. Oh, that defensive line is serious. Yeah. Uh, that, but Ashton Murphy, he looked – there were times he looked dominant so, against Millard South's O-line. Yeah. So We might as well start the, with yeah, Millard South, right? Yeah, the, the flukiness thing, the wildest three-play sequence, I guess four-play <laughs> if you include the, the kickoff, that you'll see all season. So um, going down, not, neither team is able to, to do much early on. And then um, Jet Tamal rolls out, throws up a, uh, a, a pass with pressure on him, overthrows his receiver, gets deflected up, uh, and then somehow uh, Amarion Jackson comes down with it, gets a 33-yard gain. They get a 15-yard penalty after the play. So they bumped him back up. And then from there, they snap the ball, bad snap, um, goes past Tamala. Uh, Nolan Feller picks it up takes off, looks like he's about to get tackled at the goal or at the line of scrimmage, manages to like spin around, stay on the defender's body, keep his feet off the ground. Now, Matt Foster got the video and apparently um, he was down, his forearm hit the ground. Mm. Kept his knees, kept his uh, legs off the ground, but the forearm touched down. So, but it looked live, like it could have gone either way. Like I, I, the first time I watched, like Foster pulled the video on his camera on the sideline while uh, after the touchdown, we were looking at it like, um, he, it looks like he was up, uh, so he had to really, really examine. It. So no, like it, it shouldn't have counted, but at the same time, that's a tough, impossible tough in play to, yeah. to call live. Um, you, you could because you can't just assume that he's down, right? Because that was a heck of a play. He got up. Uh, Elkhorn South thought he was down, and then he was like, "I'm taking off and going." So I was, uh, I was watching it Sunday at Channel Seven with Foster, and yeah. it was kind of odd how everybody stood around, but I saw I yeah. could see. How like yeah. where they got that from? So that gets them on the board. Uh, extra point. Uh, I think it was blocked. blocked. Or, yeah. Um, so six nothing. Kickoff. Drop the kickoff. Ended up Miller South gets the ball around the inside the the fifteen somewhere around there. Um, and then so I guess Miller South ended up statting it as a fumble, not an interception, but uh, they just crush Ronner yeah. and um, ball comes out. And uh, Jerry Laquana catches it and, like, rolls into the end zone. Uh, He's something so, else. For the touchdown. Uh, whatever. Pick six, fumble, recovery, touchdown. Either way, it's a defensive touchdown for him. Um, and, and they make the extra point. So, just like that, it's 13 nothing. And I was still trying to catch up the craziness of the last few plays. I didn't even notice. Like, I was texting Robbie. It's like, because, uh, like, the second play on the ensuing play was a big sack. And – so I you have your head down, the, and you're right in your brains I, out because that's what you do. I didn't pl- notice until the third play that, hey, Ronner isn't in the game. So I don't know if it was on the touchdown uh, or if it was on that sack that he got knocked out of the game, but it was one of those two. 
and he was out for the rest of the game and they just could not move the ball um at all um backup quarterback wasn't quite ready uh for that it's, stage it's, it's hard and to get a couple guys ready yeah. we're, we're so paranoid like we get three guys work in practice because it's it's so it's so as we're seeing it's so quarterback driven yeah Right. And Millard South is so good defensively right now that they're allowed they're afforded the luxury right now of, of breaking in Tamala and while that defense gets ready. And the second like the, the sequence that slammed the door shut on that game um, was late in the first half. Tamala got picked off. Very next play. Millard South. It's like 28 seconds left. Tried to throw a quick out to the, the sideline and Dylan Cool picked it off, took it back 53 yards, touchdown. Um, to put them up 23 nothing going into halftime, and that was that was ball game. So, a um, couple of wild sequences there in that game. But outside of that, like Miller South didn't really move the ball easily. Like Tamala didn't have a great day. He hit uh, 12 completions to like nine different receivers, eight yeah. or nine different receivers. It so, sounds a lot like seven on seven. He was spreading yeah. the wealth. A lot of different guys involved there, but like they uh, Fuller, like outside of that that big run, he he had an okay day. wasn't great. Um, I so st- I still really like him. Yeah, he, he's tough. Like he's he's a nifty little tough. Nifty's the word I use. Is that too old? <laughs> like I know I'm almost fifty, but I just think nifty. Like he's he's, cre- he's he's creative. You better make sure he's on the ground. He he's one of those yeah, exactly where like you're gonna get him for zero, two, three, and then he'll rip off a thirty yarder if if you're not locked in every single play. He has a relentless per he. He has a relentless personality. Like he's just like that. He yeah. stays on the gas. Yeah. The uh, the best player on the f- uh, on the field though was Laquana. Um, North South had him 14 tackles, three and a half for loss, two and a half sacks. Had that defensive touchdown. He was just everywhere. And Aiden Miller was a, a beast as well. That that whole defensive line. I'm pe- like uh, mentioned Elkhorn South. They had less than 50 total yards, including. Uh, I, I I didn't calculate what it was after Ronner went out, but including. His start to the game, yeah, they had the less quarter. than total yeah. 50 total yards of offense in the game. Like they just could not, could not move the ball at all. That that running game completely shut down by that Millard South front. Um, so it's rare it's, to see three interior linemen like Laquana Miller and Murphy have that kind of impact in one game. Yeah, and and that's the thing about Elkhorn South, like. We don't know uh, Ronner's status exactly. Like, you get him back, I, I, I still feel good about them because of what they have around them. It's mm-hmm. just that offense, on that day and that matchup, that's, they, they could least afford to lose him in that game com- considering just what they were dealing with up front. They just never could get that running game going, uh, and the, the passing game just didn't work. So yeah, we, um, we, we may not even try to block Laquana. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We, we may just put him in the read game. And and do what he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 uh, you know not no look aheads, but we kind of know how the schedule breaks out and how we want to play teams. And I'm just telling you, he that that tandem between he and Miller, there's there's something else. Yep. So yeah, Miller South definitely up there again. We'll see. Kind of. Did you like those black? Do you like the black unis? That, yeah, they, those they were those, nice. Military those appreciation those, night. They those were kind of sweet. With the black and gray camo. Um, it, it, it was pretty cool yeah. uh, that night. It just, fortunately, uh, the game didn't live up to it. But, again, Millard South, very, very clearly a very good team. But, again, it's I, – I don't know that 33 nothing against uh, previous number two, Elkhorn South or whatever it was, um, or three and four I think it was. Um, 
that that's this yeah, final score is a little four going yeah, into yeah. that one. Yeah, uh, the final score is a little deceiving. I think we still have things to learn uh, about Maryland South, and I think they've got a lot of room for improvement, which they can do with the, the amount of young players uh, they've got out there. But very impressive start to the season for them, just like a very start uh, impressive start of season for your Warriors, forty-five nothing uh, against Grand Island. Man, Anthony Rizak, sixteen to twenty for two hundred forty-nine yards, two touchdowns. Five carries for 58 yards and two more touchdowns. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell people. Yeah. Hey, he's he's the real deal. Very much so. And uh, and you know, I I talk to so many Power Five Division One guys, and I I get the angst over the the arm motion and the mechanics, but just imagine the upside teaching him quarterback delivery. Like you get an already amazing athlete with the with sharpened mechanics and his competitiveness and his his grit, like he's he's the real deal, and, and people will slowly come around. Like yeah. I'm telling you, he's 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 definitely the guy that makes us go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the real deal, seven of those completions went to uh, one Caleb Benning for 112 yards and a touchdown. Uh, pretty solid day. Three tackles, one for loss. Uh, James Ross, 14 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Grand Island had 111 total yards, 31 yards on the ground, 80 passing. So well, we've given up seven points in eight quarters. Something will give probably at, at Feynman Field on Friday <laughs> night. But um, d- defensively, they're kind of settling in. The, the un- everybody talks about our back end. Our D-line is a handful, and, and we can play six guys. So that, that helps with, with R.J. Eckhart, Cam Bell, uh Quell Osler, Andrew Nelson. Like those those guys are tough up front. Really tough up front. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application, and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Yep, uh, tough up front this weekend was Carney, forty-one uh, to six over Fremont. They climbed up to number biggest. Three. They made the did they make the biggest jump or was it Millard West? Uh, it was probably well, probably Carney because eh, I don't remember now. Um, I don't have a. I know Millard but. West was ten, and I think they oh. went to so yeah five two and O teams. It was Carney as well. So um, yeah, they forty-one uh, six against Fremont. They two hundred and seventy yards on the ground on 23 carries, four touchdowns as a team. Abel Molina was the kind of the workhorse good, there. Good, good player. 166 yards and three touchdowns on seven carries. <laughs> That'll did, get it done. Did you, did you say that <laughs> number right? <laughs> yeah. Carter Lee had a punt return touchdown. Uh, Caleb Larson had a pick six. So they scored every way possible to get to that 41, basically. Uh, and Fremont had 92 total yards. So, yep, we'll, we'll see more of Carney as moving on. But uh, I think – Well, they got, a, they got a big one this week. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they got North Star. Oh, okay. another two and zero team, man. Uh, yeah, we uh, more two right, and zero than six. we. Yeah, so but North Star, uh, pretty good. I mean, obviously competition notwithstanding, but they've shown they've made progress. Like they're 
separate themselves from the I, I don't pack. begrudge teams for handling their business. Yeah. They can't control who they play, and, and North Star has looked impressive. But Yeah, and they've – they made some moves over the last couple of years with some of the, the hires they made on that staff and some of the athletes they've been getting in there. So they've, they've been trying to, to kind of make some strides there. So we'll see what they've got uh, against Kearney uh, this week. Checking in at number four is the very impressive Millard West Wildcats. They had my attention from the jump and uh, didn't do anything this past week to disappoint. So last week they lost. The difference was a miss extra point, correct? To a good Millard South team. This week, 1916. Cameron Spicer, game-winning field goal um, to, to knock off Omaha North uh, and hand them the loss after a really impressive start to the season for the Vikings. So um, I'll, I'll get my first look at Millard West on Thursday. Um, you got them against Burke. Yep. So, so here's the thing. Uh, real quick on Burke, I watched a ton of their film, obviously, because previous opponent was Bellevue West. I think Burke is not bad. They're getting good quarterback play. Um they were better than I. They were better than I would have thought on film against Bellevue West. Uh, color me, color me curious on that one because I think they'll be. They can score. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on them uh, in a second once we get to Bellevue West. But uh, Marcus Buchanan, probably name to know, two hundred and seven yards receiving uh, against Bellevue West. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah. the jailbreak screen he broke, <laughs> zero business, and matter of fact. <laughs> Bellevue West played four over three. So, Bellevue West is in a three – or Berg is in a three by one. You don't see this alignment a ton, but Bellevue West went – they had a corner and outside linebacker, two safeties over the top, right? So, how they play the weak side is how they play the weak side. But he caught this thing behind the line of scrimmage, and I mean just (laughs) Bob and weaving (laughs) his way through traffic, and he was out of the back gate. It was was pretty impressive. It was more about him – then I think it was about Bellevue West not being very good back there because there's a lot of quality guys back there in that secondary. You got to give him his due. He that was a nice play that he made. So get a chance to see him. Get a chance to see Jackson Williams. See what they're working on over at Millard. Oh, West how there. about that explosiveness yeah. between the two? Yeah. So that'll be fun uh, match up there just w- with some of the athletes. But uh, uh, at Omaha North uh, is sitting at five now after that loss. Millard West came uh, moved up to four. Um, and uh, North gets uh, looking to bounce back at Columbus, so they got a, uh, a trip here coming this weekend. Papuna Vista continues uh, strong start to the season. Win. Yeah, I, that was Columbus. Like that did not go unnoticed. That, some people call that a bad loss for Southwest. Yeah. That's a good win for Columbus. Yeah, and Southwest breaking in the young quarterback. Yeah, uh, that'll happen. But they've got some athletes on uh, on the outside as well. So um, Papuna Vista twenty eight. To seven uh, win uh, against Papio South. I was, I was a little surprised by that score. Battle for Papillion. And we, we didn't know what to make uh, of Papio South based on the start, uh, considering the competition outside of had some impressive individual performances to start the year. But Papillion, the Vista, it was 7 nothing or 7 7 at halftime. And then the Monarchs just took over in the second half, 21 nothing. It's the second, second half in a row. Yeah. And or north, they were down. The Monarchs yep. have asserted themselves. I've been a big fan of their strength and conditioning program the last couple of years. You could see it coming. Their second halves have been impressive. Yeah. I mean impressive. Hard to be more efficient than uh, Tavian Pirtle was. 11 for 12 for 133 yards and a touchdown and also ran in a goal line touchdown. Uh, Peyton Prestito, you talk about well-conditioned. 19 carries, 149 yards on offense. 
Uh, led the team eight tackles on defense. He's a horse. Yeah. Isaac Pameron as well, seven, uh, uh, seven for 105 in a reception, four tackles, uh, an interception, fumble recovery, just a little bit everything there. Uh, and Jordan Barrientos, their second running back, also had 55 yards and a touchdown and caught a, uh, a receiving touchdown as well. Um, so offensively, had a lot of guys put up some numbers, but they, they held uh, Derek Jones in, in check, 14 carries for 48 yards, uh, and Sam Schuler, 10 of 18, 114 yards and a pick had 50 yards and touched on the ground. But um, outside of that, they didn't have a whole lot going offensively, which mm-hmm. is seven points. So, yeah, that, that Papio, I mean, we said like some of their pieces coming in, it looks like that defense is really coming together and that, that, that Prestito, uh, uh, Pirtle kind of and combination. And Pirtle continues to take yeah. good care of the football too. Yep. So nice combination there. Another one that we were intrigued by, uh, Gretna, uh, against that young but talented Omaha Central. Uh, Im- impressive squad. job by Gretna. 48-28, and Alex Wilcoxon, hard to uh, – like you, you expect a huge fall-off when someone like Zane Flores moves on, but hard to say there's been one. Uh, just obviously they haven't they played the top. They know exactly yeah. what he's capable of 100%. doing too, right? Uh, just just a well-coached team. 14-20 for 233 yards, uh, three touchdowns. Did have one pick, but also 14 carries for 93 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, that's – you do that math. Um, that's six touchdowns there. Uh, that, that, that'll get it done. Uh, Isaiah Weber, um, 20 carries, 172 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the 20-yard reception, had nine tackles. Joey Veith um, had, a pick, had a pick and a 39-yard receiving touchdown. Um, so just really impressive showing from, from Gretna here who uh, looks like they're very firmly in the mix. They're coming in at seven this week, but um, – they, they got a tough one this week um, against Creighton Prep. So are we sh- do we think we know who Creighton Prep is yet? Uh, I, I don't think so because I think they're still figuring out um, what they need to do offensively. I think we, we just know, we know McClay is really good. And that's the, that's the thing. Like, he's really good. So they played him on offense this week. Uh, and uh, that was the Thursday game. Prep held on for a 24-19 win against Miller North. Um, needed a fourth down stop in the red zone at the end of the game to seal it. And, and they got it done. Yeah. Um, like that's talk about complete total pressure situation there. You got, you got four downs to, to, to win the game and, and they did it. Um, it ended up what two uh, block two uh, point afters uh, in the game, uh, Henry Bartholomew and Alex Costello. Uh, Coniglio had 203 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Also had a rushing touchdown, 33 yards on the ground. Zach McClay, 15 tackles, uh, one for loss, um, doing what he continues to do. And then on offense, he had three catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. So uh, that's kind, it's not my new man crush, but because I give a lot of kids love. But um, boy, does he fly under the radar? Every week, I keep waiting for people to keep telling me what he isn't. And, again, he's one of those guys. I just know what he is. <laughs> he's a really good football player. You can keep trying to convince yourself he's not this, he's not that. You better figure out in a hurry where number 10 is on the football field. And they, they got uh, Michael Bird involved, seven catches, 69 yards. Eddie Schaefer, a 31-yard touchdown. And then Jackson Wergler, again, kind of emerging as a deep threat. He had that big one against Bell West, um, 40-yarder uh, in this one as well. So they're – 
they're kind of figuring out all right, what do they need to do to, to move the ball, where do we need to put guys, what positions. Um, I think they're still kind of figuring out that running game. Um, Ruby had a tough day, but Angel Walker again showed some, some spurts there. You wonder kind of what's going to – how that running yeah, game Yeah, they're going to divvy that up. Um, but, yeah, so 24-19, Prep moves back up to, to number 10 in the rankings, and we'll get a chance uh, against uh, Gretna this week. And then we mentioned Bellevue West. They're, they're at eight. Um, uh, they uh, took care of business against uh, Burke. 41-28 uh, was the final. It was twenty-seven nothing at halftime, and it was th- so, and it was thirty-four-six at one point yeah, too. So. Like I, that was that was a little misleading, but I, I do think Bellevue West defensively is still going to have to shore some things up, especially given the high-end talent that they have. Yeah. So we mentioned ten catches, two hundred seventy yards, and a touchdown for Marcus Buchanan. Uh, Mar Scott, forty-nine yards, touchdown on the ground. Nate Collins, two hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns, but also two picks. So defensively, uh, it took advantage there. But Kalen, uh, 15 and 23, 200 yards, two touchdowns. CJ Goff again continues to be one of the better dual threat producers. Uh, yeah, they, that's the good call. They do throw it to him quite a bit. We, yeah. well, in the report, like fine 24. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, 10, 10 carries, eight receptions, nearly uh, 180 yards, um, and three touchdowns. So. That, that'll get it done for, for your running back there. Um, spread the ball around again. No Isaiah McMorris again, I believe. Uh, yeah, we're fully expecting to see him ready to go this week. I would imagine so. Uh, but spread the ball around. Davon Hall, 43 yards. Uh, T.J. Whaley, 45 yards. Jermaine Green had two touchdowns. Um, Young soft. So yeah. Got a chance to be a super soft here shortly. Yep. Um, so that uh, kind of takes us through the, the class, uh, the top ten in Class A. Um Probably need to speed up a little bit here uh, to get through B, and then got a few other results to get through. But uh, Bennington, probably the, the best game in Class B this week, um, was that Bennington Plasmith ended up 28-20. Uh, Bennington took care of business there, but um, impressive showing from Plasmith. It was uh, it was kind I, of a back I, and forth I, wild I game. 21 nothing in the first quarter, and Plasmith came back 13 nothing in the second quarter. Um, then Bennington scored the only touchdown in the third quarter, and, and then Plasmith scored in the fourth. So Bennington got the early lead, but Plasmith didn't go away, and they kept battling. They gave themselves a chance in the fourth quarter. Um, and story of the game was Quentin Archer uh, for, for the Badgers. 30 carries, 191 yards, and a touchdown. Also caught two passes for 26 yards and a touchdown. Um, Sam Mann just 119 yards passing, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, so not, not as much of the air was definitely a heavy ground game for them. Um, but, uh, 11 tackles and a sack each for Ben Gillen and Jack, uh, Jansen and Gillen also had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. So that, that defensive, uh, again, that, that, that Bennington defense is going to be what carries them, um, throughout the season and how good they can be, I think, will be determined by what you can get offensively, especially the, the, both the passing and the running game. Yeah, that's a pretty good distinction right there. Um, so again, uh, 140 yards, two touchdowns, but three picks for Vilmonte, uh, moving forward there for Plasmith. You got to take care of the ball a little bit better there. Um, they, they had 108 yards rushing as a team. Uh, I think that Plasmith definitely looking to do more than that, but that's a, that's a tough defense to, to, to run again as well. Elkhorn North took care of business, 48 nothing against Lincoln Northwest, sitting coming there at number two. A, coming off an early season bye. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. looked fresh and well-rested after playing in week zero and not playing last week and then rolling out 
yeah. this past Friday. North uh, Northwest, 10 yards on 12 carries on the ground. So that's what the Elkhorn North defense was looking to do. Uh, Scott, they're so, they're, but we know they're good up front. Yes, very much so. Scott, 30, uh, number three, 30 to 14 over Grand Island Northwest. Dylan Van Dyke got his first start. Uh, 11 for 14, 119 yards in a touchdown. Uh, three carries for 24 yards. Uh, Colin Pike, solid on the ground, 74 yards touching, uh, rushing in a touchdown. Um, they held Grand Island Northwest to 51 yards on the ground and forced three interceptions. So it was 30 to nothing after the third quarter, and then Grand Island added on a couple of touchdowns in the fourth. So um, good showing from Scott. Um, and at fours, Waverly, speaking of good showing, 42 nothing against Beatrice. Pretty impressive. We talked about kind of run heavy. Uh, they've been, they kind of, but uh, this week, Noah Maz aired it out a little bit more. 15 to 19, 247 yards touchdowns, and then he also had 66 yards on the ground <laughs> and another score. Uh, oh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the, the Cassins and Aiden Smith duo, uh, both really effective, combined for about 100 yards, four touchdowns between the two of them. Um, and Owen Stoddard was the, the deep threat, four catches, 94 yards, and, and a touchdown there. And then Scottsbluff jumping up, taking on. We talked about how tough North Platte is to play, but Scottsbluff practices against that type of team in practice every day, so they're used to it. 24-21 win for the Bearcats, who are off to an impressive start this year. It was a 21-7 at half, um, and then 14-3 uh, second quarter to kind of get back into it. Um, Nate Kelly uh, only threw five passes, completed three for 18 yards, had 17 carries for 70 yards. But 13 tackles and a fumble recovery. So uh, pretty solid two-way performance there. Sebastian Boyle, ho-hum, 25 for buck 50 and a touchdown. Um, Carter Rizek had three catches for 36 yards – or three carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. Had a 13-yard uh, receiving touchdown. Had seven tackles and a fumble recovery. So those are kind of their, the, the three big names early on for the Bearcats. Uh, those are going to be their team leaders, and that was a really impressive performance from Scottsbluff to start the year. Yeah, Class B is going to be interesting because the, the, the one team that I like is that I felt like had a chance to be last year's gross, York. 21-0 yeah. against Hastings coming in at number two. Uh, good start to see. And now they'll get a chance to prove it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got to put my money where my mouth is, right? Like I just think that that's a team that had a chance because I think they were 10th maybe in the, the preseason top 10. And I'm like, that's that's the team that I – them and Plattsmith were the two teams that I could see kind of having that run coming from off the grid. Yep. Seward at number eight. Uh, grinder against uh, Lincoln Pies at 10. 2013 win. Um, was 13-all after the third quarter, and then Seward won the fourth, got the, got the go-ahead touchdown and held on. Just a sophomore, Treston Haas at quarterback, uh, threw for 322 yards and a touchdown uh, and also had a rushing touchdown. A couple of picks – um, but impressive uh, performance from Seward there to grind that out again, get, get some young players there. Um, and, and then uh, Gross, 28 nothing over Westview uh, coming at 10, and they'll take on Elkhorn, who is at number nine, uh, after a 26-24 win uh, uh, against Norris. So. Good to, if you're a Gross fan, good to see them off to a good start after losing so many good players off a very senior-laden team a year ago. Yep. Uh, it was all on the running back last year, uh, Jake Garcia. Now, uh, Colby Duncan, returning quarterback, he's been the kind of the, their best playmaker. Got a couple of uh, athletes out wide to throw to, but he's uh, kind of been doing the heavy lefty from what I've seen for them. So, um, C1, the big results, Boone Central. Uh, they, they they look pretty dumb. 42 nothing against Aurora, and then Wahoo 28-21 over Ashland Greenwood. 
So those are the, the top two teams now. Roncalli is at three um, uh, over after a 35 nothing win at Nebraska City. And then Ashland Greenwood at four, Aurora at five, and they play each other this week. So one of those teams is going Aurora on here. Aurora may be licking their wounds a little bit. They, gotta, they need a quick bounce back against a quality opponent. Yeah. Um, the, a couple of the shout-outs uh, that we definitely need to bring attention to. Pierce uh, senior Keenan Valverde. 31 carries for 300 yards and four touchdowns rushing. Had a 12-yard reception, had a tackle, had a pick. Was also their kickoff man, kicked off five times, and converted a two-point try. (laughs) Is that Uh, pretty good? 28-20 win. I wonder if that's complete. Over Columbus Scotus. And then congrats to Connor Booth, committed to Nebraska, the junior from Wahoo Newman. 14 carries for 313 yards and five touchdowns Mm -hmm. in a 62 to 10 win against Lincoln Lutheran. Did that guy get all eight points? Did just, he get six just, and just two? Just a big, strong kid right there. <laughs> big, yeah. strong kid. And, and the last, uh, Class C, the other kind of uh, not- noteworthy result, uh, Norfolk Catholic, 31-14 over Ord. It, it was two versus one, uh, and now Norfolk Catholic back up there at, at number one. It was 14 nothing or 14 all at halftime, and then Norfolk Catholic just dominated the second half. Um, it's a familiar spot for NC. And, and Nord will get a – Ord will have to bounce back against number two, Battle Creek, uh, as they fall into number four. So um, some, some, some great matchups early in the season, some of those smaller classes, and uh, some teams made some really impressive wins. And again, you'll be at Burke Millard West on Thursday. Is it a toss-up for Friday night, or are you I think we might, we might be doing full staff, doubling up that uh, Westside Bellevue West on Friday. Let's hope uh, we hold up our end of it. <laughs> That's, that's another episode. I feel like it's speed dating with Jacob Padilla and I on another edition of NEB Preps. We'll be back next Monday. And you know what I like to tell you? Don't you dare miss us. A Herd at Sports Network production. <laughs>